again for Chip Talks. Today we're going to tell some truths. We're going to talk about some things that maybe we shouldn't even talk about. We're going to talk about the vaccine. We're going to talk about what to do if you've had the vaccine. Um, a lot of you guys out there, and again, we're beginning to see a lot of people um, here at Neighborhood Nutrition who have had the vaccine and they're worried that of the health consequences that the vaccine might have caused them. Um, I know. Uh, so let's just talk for a second. So let's just have a conversation. So. Uh, what I want to do, is, again, is if you have had the vaccine, I want to provide you with some alternatives, some hope, let's just say, um, some things that you can do um, if you're concerned about your health because of the vaccine, okay? So we're going to talk about some things that uh, potentially are in the vaccine. We're going to talk about some ways to get that out of you. Um, but the main thing is if you, so there's so much shaming and all that going on around, you know, having the vaccine or not having the vaccine, um, you know, it's been kind of hard to talk about. And I think a lot of people who've had the vaccine are, and are potentially having some symptoms of the vaccine are concerned about, about talking about that. And I know that some of you guys are scared out there. And I know that it scares you when you read these um, stories about, you know, people dropping down from heart attacks. Um, so I know there's a lot of fear out there. And certainly, you know, if you've had the vax and you've had some symptoms, um, that makes it even more scary. So let's talk that through a little bit today. Um, I don't have any really slides today. I'm just going to talk. Uh, again, if you have questions, feel free to PM me or, you know, ask them in the thread or, or whatever, because I may not hit on kind of what, you know, you're concerned with or what you may be concerned with. But let's talk about the vaccine first. <clears throat> so most of the vaccines that were out there and there were different vaccines out there were something called M or messenger RNA vaccines. Um, and what that means was that rather than well, pharma figured out in about 1900 that um, if I expose you to something, um, you might get super sick the first time that you got exposed to that thing. But the next time I exposed you to it, you would build up some immunity. You would build up a natural immunity and you wouldn't get so sick, right? Or you might not even get sick at all. So that, that is sort of the scheme is that, you know, humans, we build natural immunity. So the first time we see something, it might get us, it might make us sick the first time we see a virus or a viral infection. Um, but the second time we see it, we're going to build antibodies against it through the first time. And then we're going to be able to fight it with, with antibodies. So again, it's not going to make us as sick the second time that we see it. Well, Pharma decided that it would be a good idea to kind of artificially, you know, create this situation. Um, they felt like, you know, if I could expose you to something that wasn't maybe as strong as a full on virus that, you know, you might get a little sick, but then you'd build immunity and you would be immune from the maybe the big virus, you know, that came along. So that was the idea. Um, I won't tell you the whole story. It'll take too long. But let's just say they created allergies along the way. Because allergies were certainly created, but they came about through the experimentation with vaccines and trying to create immunity. So anyway, but the way that that was always done in the past was they, you know, give you a little bit of something like a little bit of, you know, measles or mumps or whatever it is that they were vaccinating you against. And then your system would react to that. So it wasn't enough to, you know, make you deathly ill. 
but it was enough to create this natural immunity reaction, um, allegedly. So has that scheme ever worked? Um, I don't know. You know, it's there's a back and forth on the you know polio and things like that. That polio was already on, in the on the decline. You know, when the vaccine came out and you know didn't really do anything to impact the curve. So you know, the argument on that is back and forth. I'm a natural guy. You know, so again, I'm going to try to let God give me the tools. You know, that I need to kind of heal and fix my body. Um, and that would probably be to get sick with something and then build a natural immunity to it. Um, but again, a lot of us, it might've been in a job situation where we had to get the vaccine. We might've had to travel. We might've had a sick family member that we were around where we needed to get vaccinated. You know, whatever it is, I mean, it, a lot of us got vaccinated. So what are the dangers of the vaccination? And, and again, this is my opinion. I am not a doctor. I'm not a physician. So take it for what it's worth. I am a researcher. I do know some things, but I will make that this very clear. This is my opinion. Okay. So it is based on research and I'll talk to you about the research. But it, when you go look for research on COVID, it's, you know, you have to put on the discernment filter because there's a lot of, uh, you know, crap out there on both sides, uh, good and bad about it. Um, so I'll try to just be truthful um, and, and let you know kind of what I think and what I've assessed. But first of all, the first thing to kind of be, I would say, concerned with um, is that, you know, this is a messenger RNA vaccine. Um, there really haven't been any other messenger RNA vaccines. So does that work? Does it work to feed you a little protein strip, you know, that's the virus instead of exposing you to the virus and hope that, you know, your DNA will encode around that protein strip rather than do what you normally would do when you were exposed to the virus? We don't know. I mean, science honestly does not know how this will go. I mean, it's a big experiment. And I know a lot of you guys probably don't want to hear that, but it's, that's truth. And um, if you look at the Pfizer filings, look at the Moderna filings, you know, again, it, they're, these are messenger RNA sequences that are like the virus, right? So they're, they're built to sort of initiate a little bit of virus uh, in your DNA, and then your DNA will encode proteins, virons, to uh, fight off, you know, the, the infection or the bacteria. So that's kind of the scheme behind the viruses. Well, um, vaccines, sorry. Uh, I think that it's pretty clear that, you know, they did the initial vaccines probably provided some immunity, uh, but the expected, let's say, immunity um, has not been realized. And I think that, that, you know, there's hard science out there on that. So again, if you're thinking about getting a booster, um, you might just really want to filter through a lot of the science out there about how effective the boosters are and, you know, is it worth it, right? Um, if you've gotten the vaccine and you've gotten sick with COVID after you've had the vaccine, then again, you built natural immunity. So that's a good thing. So if you've ever been sick with COVID, then you built some, some natural immunity. So the mRNA is a, is a concern because we just don't know what that'll do. Now that will stay in you for you know, a couple of weeks, a month uh, after after you're vaccinated, uh, but then it goes away after that. So um, your body, you know, I don't think it's reprogramming you or anything like that. Um, so, you know, your body's going to kind of come back to, let's say, a normal um, after that's out of you, but it, it takes a little while to get out of you. Uh, now, um, let's talk about some of the things that are rumored to be in the vaccine. And again, I don't know. I don't work for Moderna or Pfizer. 
I've read their filings. I've read what they say is in it, but I've also looked at data where people have analyzed and looked for this stuff and, and found it in these vaccines. So graphene oxide is one thing. And graphene oxide is a, um, you know, if you were looking for what could be responsible for blood clots and things like that, the graphene oxide would be a, a likely thing. Um, you know, again, I'm not saying that that's responsible for the blood clots. I'm just saying that that's a logical connection and a logical conclusion uh, that one might draw. Okay. So, but graphene oxide is addressable, you know, with electromagnetic radiation. Do I get it to curl up into a ball or string out into a string or, you know, do all kinds of little dances, you know, with the right kind of electricity or magnetic radiation. So, um, we don't want that in us. Okay. So again, one of the ways to get rid of that is through kaolian clay. Uh, and there is some stuff online about that. So if you just do Google kaolian clay and graphene oxide, you'll find the same stuff that I found. Um, and there's several studies there that talk about, you can chelate graphene oxide using kaolian clay. Uh, also looked at charcoal literal, but uh, there was more evidence, let's say, that kaolian clay would, would get that out of you. And there's instructions, you know, on kind of how to do that, I guess, online. Um, so, again, I'm not telling everyone to go do everything that it says to do online by any means. But you'll find the study. You'll find the same stuff that I found. And, um, and you know, if you find other stuff, discern through that. You know, we got to all put on our discerning filters nowadays. Um, but, but you'll find the kaolian clay and you'll find some guidance on, on how to use it. Um, there's lots of guidance on how to basically take kaolian clay to chelate, you know, online. So, and just follow that guidance. Uh, the other thing that is rumored to be in the vaccine, uh, is something called luciferase. And again, luciferase is... For whatever reason, again, I you know think these people are nefarious, you know, pharma. I don't think that they have our best interests at heart at all. But they are fascinated with light. They are just fascinated with trying to get us to glow or trying to get us to give off light or you know jumpstart things inside of us that should give off light. Um, but they're all wrapped around the axle about that stuff. But you know, when you kind of see this when you look at stuff like luciferase. So if you look at luciferase. You're going to find that pharma uses that to photoactivate drugs, to do all kinds of interesting things with light. Because luciferase is the enzyme that will cause like a, a firefly to light up, right? So that's the enzyme. Now, why in the world would they want to stick that in a vaccine and put it in us? Um, measurement, you know, effectiveness and measurement would be a, a reason why you would do that. Um, is it in there? Uh, I don't know. I found evidence that it's in there and I found evidence that it's not. So uh, there you go. But um, anyway, luciferase is something that, again, it's not overly harmful. It's just something that'll, you know, kind of make your mitochondria glow when they have a certain reaction. Um, so it's more of a measurement tool, but it's just kind of an interesting thing. And again, these guys are all wrapped around the axle for whatever reason about, you know, light and getting us to glow. And if you listen to any of my other talks, you know probably why that is. Um, but they want to keep that from you. They want to kind of control your light. They want to they be the purveyors of our light, you know, not God, I guess, is, is the best way to say it. Um, so when you look up luciferase, you're going you're gonna to see a lot of stuff about luciferase. But it's looking like, again, 
it's looking like, uh, let's say if I wanted to play bad guy and, you know, why would I build this vaccine the way that I did? And, you know, what would be the nefarious, you know, action I would want to cause inside of you? Well, it would be, you know, looking to be just weakened, further weaken your immune system. So, um, you know, I'm going to help you not get COVID by helping you get 100,000 other things, right? Um, so that's kind of looks like more the scheme to me if there is a scheme. And again, you can fight that very easily. So you can fight that uh, by really just practicing the principles that I talk about every time I open my mouth, you know, intermittent fasting, you know, looking at supplements. Uh, if you're a medical marijuana patient, that's super duper good for your immune system. So we're all of us, you know, our immune system is kind of like a lake, right? And if I let my lake level get too low, I'm just going to be super susceptible to bacteria and all kinds of infections, you know, things that would happen from a COVID vaccine. I'm just more susceptible because my immune system is weak. It doesn't have the horsepower to fight off a bunch of stuff. Again, by just improving my health status, so improving my diet, taking some supplements, changing my behavior, intermittent fasting, now my immune system starts coming up. And again, all this stuff down here doesn't really matter. I mean, I deal with it, I kill it, I just, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. But if my lake level's down here, it matters. It matters a lot. I'm gonna get sick, right? So, you know, it, it just, you know, if there's an evil to pharma, it looks like that that evil is more about bringing down your immune system than anything else. And then kind of, you know, I, they just, they have a twisted sense of humor. Let's just put it that way. So, uh, but anyway, you know, God's always given us the cures. They're out there in nature. There's lots and lots of ways to improve your immune function. The easiest way is for you to do it yourself. And that's just intermittent fast. So if you're, in vax land, you've been vaxxed. Again, I would look at Coley and Clay. I would not be too concerned about the graphene oxide past the Coley and Clay. Um, I would uh, begin to do things to try to just improve my immune system mainly, okay? So, and then that intermittent fast is, is the best, the easiest thing to do there. So anyway, that's kind of it for vaccines. Um, you know, it, it, again, it's the good or the bad of vaccines. Um, they are a product of pharma. So I would, I would say just by nature, they're inherently bad. Um, but, you know, vaccines have done a lot of good in the world, too. So, um, you know, I could I could argue that either way. But what I'm most concerned about is your safety, your mental health. Um, so if you have had the vaccine, I know a lot of you guys are worried about it. Um, and again, I just want to give you some truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Oh, you'll be fine. Um, you know, it, there's some things you need to do. You need to be concerned with your immune system. And you need to probably look at a Kaolian clay chelation. There it came out. Anyway, we'll leave it there for today. If you guys have some ideas, so I always have ideas about what I want to do with Chip Talks, but you know, you're the audience, so you get to kind of determine where Chip Talks goes. If you like what you're hearing, then you know, tell me or just don't say anything. Uh, if you don't, then give me some suggestions and let me know where you want me to take this. So uh, it's all about truth. It's all about disclosure. Do we want to go to the sun and energy and how energy moves around and how energy precipitates down to us and then how we kind of give back to that energy situation so we can go down that rabbit hole for a few weeks? 
if we want to just stay on the human health rabbit hole. So we'll, we'll stay here for a while. But you guys tell me what you want to hear and we'll, we'll tailor the show around you. Anyway, hope you guys have a good weekend and we'll see you next week.